how would you like to grow your content site from four figures to five figures per month and beyond? Hey, this is Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast. And in this episode, I'm doing a solo podcast with myself on how to scale content websites. Now, I've helped many people scale their content sites from $1,000 to $2,000 per month. Also from $2,000 per month all the way up to $24,000 per month and everywhere in between. And here in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how to structure your content so you can grow your website and the traffic actually compounds as you add more content to your website. A lot of people don't actually see this unless you're doing it the right way. I'm also going to be talking about why most people struggle to start a content website and also struggle to scale a content website. Um, that they either built or bought. And there's one critical thing that most people do wrong. I'm also going to talk about how to harvest an actual community. We hear people talk about, you know, why we, we should, you should build a community around your content website. I'm going to talk about what does that actually mean? What does that look like and how can you do it as well? I'm also going to talk about the secret to scaling any business. And this is something I usually only share with my one-on-one coaching clients because it really gets such amazing results. And it's also super simple and incredibly effective. So let's dive into the episode. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by niche website builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Do you want to start investing in websites but don't want to drop $20,000 on your first investment? Check out Odie's where you can buy premium age domains to build a website on and add Odie's done for you affiliate site package to help you grow your website and get seen. Instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority, buy a premium age domain with built-in authority, great SEO and fresh quality content for your website. Head to odys.global to check out their great deals. That's O-D-Y-S dot G-L-O-B-A-L. Link will be in the description too. First things first. In this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about like tactics and strategies and all of these different things when we're going to scale the content site. But the main focus when you're growing a content website, the 80-20 of it is creating content. So All of this of what I talk about is going to be about creating content, but creating better content that's going to help you actually grow, okay? And I'm going to break down that in a little bit more detail shortly, but the 80-20 of it is when you're growing a content site, we call them content sites, we have to create great content. And if you're just putting putting content out there, article over article and article, then and you're not getting your results and your traffic isn't compounding and you're not growing and your income's not growing as well, you're doing something wrong. So that's what we need to do is we need to break that down, come back to the basics, the foundations and build a great foundation to grow our website on, understanding how we should actually do this structurally as well. The first first things first is I wanna talk about silos and pillar articles and supporting articles and all that sort of stuff. When people are trying to scale a content site or they're trying to build a content website, what I find is most people go way too broad, 
way too quickly. So I'm gonna talk about that shortly, but how do you structure your content? You wanna create content that actually allows your tra- your traffic to grow and compound over time. If you go away and you try and cover too many broad topics, you're gonna to be tr- trying to cover too many areas and people aren't gonna know what your actual website's about, but you, what you need to do is you actually need to build a brand. You need to build an authority in a particular space. So how we do that is we cover one main topic until we've covered that super well and then we move on to another topic that's similar to our main topic. So let me give you an example. If you're in the fishing space and you have a fishing content site, maybe there's you know three uh, main categories that you may have. It may be cleaning a fish tank. It may be like, how to clean a fish tank, uh, and I'm also you know fish tank cleaning, whatever whatever you want to call it. I don't know the categories. I don't know the keywords of this this niche in this space. It also may be how to keep your pet healthy what to feed your pet. So feeding your pets, feeding your fish. And also maybe fish tank veng shui, to, you know, how to keep your um, your animals in, or your pets, your fish, in a actual, uh, a good environment um, without other fish that may eat them or, you know, other things in the tank that may not be um, very good for them in, their, in terms of their health. As you can tell, I don't know a lot about fish, <laughs> but you may have those three main categories. What you don't want to do is you don't want to just keep adding category after category after category and go too broad out that out, out of that because then you're not going to be seen when you create content, you publish content, you, you're focusing on things that you shouldn't be focusing on. You should be focusing on building your brand around one particular thing, keeping fish. Stick with that. Don't get distracted. And when you do ha- have a ca- those three main categories, have a, p- a pillar category for each, a pillar article for each of those categories, and then have supporting articles around that. Now, what does that actually look like? Let's t- let's stick with fish tank cleaning as our first category. We could have a an article on how to clean a fish tank, and then it could be a main hub pillar article that covers a lot about how to clean different types of fish tanks in different ways and then off that you can have internal links with supporting articles around how to clean a fish tank in five minutes how to do a deep cleaning on a fish tank how to clean a fish tank for this type of fish how to clean a specific big fish tank a small fish tank a medium-sized fish tank how to um, clean a fish tank with this filter how to you can see where i'm going with this you can have articles that's feed into your pillar article and also come out of your pillar article to send people to other content on your website. And this is how you keep people on your page longer. That's the goal is we wanna keep people on our website longer, which is allow gonna allow us to have multiple things happen. Google algorithm is gonna see that people are on your site longer, the bounce rate is low, the time on page is high, builds up your SEO profile, your brand and your authority in that actual space. But also it allows people to stay in a place where they can help your website make more revenue. If they're longer on your page and you've got ads on your page, it's potential to make more ad revenue. Affiliate links, the longer they're on your page, the more potential for them to click on those affiliate links. So. That's our goal is we want to keep people on our site and build an authority and that's how we can do it is have a great structure of pillar article with supporting articles. That's very, very important and what I believe happens with so many people with content sites is they feel like they're getting burnt out in that niche and they feel like they need to go away and cover another topic that is too far off topic, pun included. I mean, it's, you don't want to actually just start writing content for content's sake on things that may be similar, but 
actually aren't going to help you build your brand, aren't actually going to help you stay the become the authority in what you're trying to cover. So I see a lot of people trying to start or build sites uh, and buy, even buy sites that have multiple different topics and it could be in the home renovation niche and it could all be about you know flooring and then um, creating walls and then roofing and you know a bathroom reno and then a kitchen reno and it's just way too broad. I know that you want to be in a home renovation space, but if you stick with one type of renovation, maybe just bathroom renovations, you're going to be have a far, far more trust and far more authority because you're going to be be able to create way better content within that specific niche rather than trying to cover absolutely everything. And also, when you think about it, when you go to a GP, a general practitioner or a doctor, they're not very specialized. If you have some problem that you actually really need to get solved, you're going to go to a specialist, aren't you? This is what I do in my life, and I, I hope everybody else does the same thing. You, you actually want to treat your problem with somebody who knows what they're doing and has an authority in that space and actually gets people results rather than just getting to the GP and, and just hoping you know things work out. And that's what we do with our content when we're going to solve our problems on Google. Type in our questions. Would you rather go to a, a general site about everything or would you rather go to a specialist site that covers way, covers the things that you're trying to solve in far more depth? Of course you are. A specialist site. So that's what we should be doing with our site. And I'm kind of harping on about this because I don't think people have really let that, let that sink in, especially when you're trying to get from a couple of hundred dollars per month in in revenue on your content site to a thousand to two, three, four, five, and up into the five figure per month range. We really need to be strict with what we cover and in our topics. So that's the main thing is having your content and articles structured in a way that actually builds your authority and allows your traffic to compound over time. Don't go out of your lane. In fact, if you have one niche and it's a specific niche, try not to have any more than two or three categories, four at the max, and that will help you get more in-depth articles. When you feel like maybe you've covered everything in your space, think again. Try and keep finding other angles on how you can make your content better around solving that specific problem and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's where the secret source is. That's where the really good content comes from. For example, with fish tanks, people might think, oh, you know, fish tanks, there's only so much you can talk about fish tanks. But in reality, there's always new designs of fish tanks that are coming out. There's always new ways of cleaning that can come out, new cleaning products to use. Um, There's always different ways that you can keep your fish. And as we grow and as the world grows, there's always new things coming. So you can get far more in depth and just stick in your lane. That's that's the main thing that I want to say here. Now, with that covered, let's move on to the quality of your content. Okay, everyone says this, and you know, I'm I'm repeating it. It's you know, quality content is super important. Uh, and I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Please, you know, email me or or, or comment on this YouTube video. Um, or if you're listening to audio on the podcast, email me or message me. Let me know what you think versus quality content versus quantity content. And there is different ways you can play the game, but I am about quality content and I stick stand behind that. So what does quality content actually mean? Number one is quality content. It's easy to read. Quality content isn't... Um, the big wall of text. We don't want that. We wanna have our content broken up with different types of content on the page. For example, not just text, right? Don't have any more than two to three sentences per paragraph. And then you can even break up each paragraph with different headlines like H2s, H3s, H4s, and et cetera. 
or even an image. You can put a GIF in. You can put in a video, a quote, something that's tweetable. You can put in a bullet point list of things, a numbered list of things, which could be an answer, which can also help you get a featured snippet, which I may talk about shortly. It could even be an ad that can help break up content. Now, whilst I don't condone too many ads on a site, because we need to remember to stick with great user experience. And in fact, there's studies that show that less is more in terms of ads. The less ads you have, the more money you can make, which can also lean into the longer people are staying on your page, which is what I talked about earlier. But sometimes an ad can break up the content and make it easier to consume, along with those other things that I mentioned. Secondly, your content should answer the question. It should solve people's problem. And What I like to usually do with my content, especially when people are getting content upgrades or downloading my resources or whatever it is, is I like to wow people. I like to go above and beyond with my content that I create and provide people. So when they come for a question and they think they're just gonna get one simple answer, which the answer could be simple, but I go into far more depth and I provide them different angles in different ways they can solve the problem depending on where they're at in their, in their position in life or what's specific to them if we're talking about their fish and their fish tanks. So what I suggest we do with our content is not just create a piece of content that's got keywords that can solve an answer, just one answer, is just go all in and go into massive depth in how you solve that problem for people, go above and beyond, okay? So really impress them. And that's what I tend to tell people to shoot for with their content. Thirdly, keywords, right? Keyword keyword phrases. Obviously, you need to know how to do good keyword research. If you don't know how to do keyword research and a lot of these things that I'm talking about, I cover this in my Growing Online Businesses course in my community. But you need to know how to actually target keywords depending on how big your website is or how much authority your website has. When you're trying to rank for keywords and it's a very small site, you can't rank for hard to get keywords because people have a bigger authority. So you've got to use a different strategy in keyword research like the KGR, which is the keyword golden ratio that Doug Cunnington talks about. So go away and Google that if you haven't heard about it. And then you can start going for bigger keywords. So that's one part about keywords you need to understand is how to do keyword research effectively. Next, keyword phrases. Um, LSI, so latent semantic indexing. Do this so you can rank for more than just your main keyword in your title and slug, right? So you've got to have your keyword in your title and slug and your meta description and all that. But the keyword phrases you should be putting throughout your article. Uh, And so say we're trying to cover like um, how to clean your fish tank, you could have other keywords like how to clean X type of fish tank, how to clean Y type of fish tank, how to clean... X type of fish tank in five minutes or under an hour. Uh, so having those different keyword phrases or like, you know, fish, um, different different types of fish, which could be, you know, latent semantic indexing words. Different types of fish, different types of tanks, all those things add up to help the algorithm see that your site is, or your piece of content is really covering the topic in depth. But you shouldn't overstuff them in your article as well. You need to write for a human. And these should, these actual keyword phrases um, and LSI words should actually come naturally, okay? If they don't, then what you need to do is you need to just come back and add them in, but they should, you should be able to have your article read very easily. Also, there's tools that can help you with this like Surfer SEO. Next up is you wanna have internal links 
Uh, I don't see enough internal links on articles in itself, especially for these niche sites that I'm looking at, um, that my clients are looking at purchasing. I don't just don't see quality content and great amount of internal links. I'm I'm talking like twenty, like fifteen, twenty, thirty internal links within the article itself. Okay, linking to your supporting articles, linking to other areas of your site, and then of of course we should be talking about external links, linking to other websites in the space that's covering a topic that similar to what you're covering or covering a topic that you do talk about in your article but is backing up what you're actually saying in your article and the higher domain that or those articles you're actually linking to external articles have usually that can help you with your seo profile as well now let's move on to backlinks okay <laughs> now backlinks is a is a, t- is a topic and a subject that some people love them some people hate them um Backlinks actually work, right? So my suggestion is, yeah, get them. Go away and get backlinks. I prefer people, obviously, not to go away and buy them. Google does not like this. In my opinion, outreach is better and collaborating with others in your niche is the secret win for relationship building and networking. So if you can do that, do that. Start to build relationships with people in your niche uh, and then you can collaborate on content together and you'll be able to gain backlinks. But... Don't get backlinks just based on the authority. Uh, I want to debunk this a little bit, and I spoke to Kyle Roof about this. Um, what Kyle actually says is most people go away and buy base, you know, backlinks based on just their DR and how much authority that actual link has. What we should be thinking about, it, how we should be thinking about it is in terms of our marketing budget. When we go away and spend money on backlinks, that's our marketing budget. Now, when people are doing pay-per-click ads and pay-per-click marketing, what's their goal? Their goal is to make sales. And how do they get sales? Traffic, relevant traffic. So how much traffic can you get from a link? That's what we should be asking ourselves. And how relevant is that traffic? Okay, so that's what we should be shopping for is backlinks that provide us relevant traffic that can actually end up as revenue for our site. So optimize your backlink strategy for that instead of I'm just going to buy a bunch of links from high authority sites. I won't. I, I, I've suggest the latter, right? Definitely go away and buy links based off how much traffic they have and how much money they can make your site. Lastly, with the content creation and the quality content, is do your competitive research. Check out the keyword that you're trying to rank for on the article that you're creating and see what your competitors' articles actually are, and then go away and take what they're doing in their article and do that better but on your own article. Maybe they have a bullet point list of things. Maybe they have more images. Maybe they break up their content better. Maybe it's easier to read. Maybe they've got cool videos. Maybe, you know, the text is just bigger and better or a a different style of text, right? Different fonts. Maybe they cover topics or, you know, answer questions that you may never have thought to answer before and are providing better solutions and more in-depth solutions than what you may have thought you could do with your article, right? The idea here is to go away and do some competitive research and make your content the best article on the internet for what you're actually trying to cover for that actual keyword, right? Now, don't go away and reinvent the wheel here. You can take inspiration from your competitors, but do not, whatever you do, do not ever go away and just copy their work. 
what we're doing here is we're getting inspiration and then we're going to go away and recreate that for ourselves, right? So we're not totally reinventing the wheel, but we're recreating something based off ideas and inspiration that we have gotten from our competitors. That's what I believe is a, one of the best tips to go away and make our content better when we're either upgrading our content or when we're starting to create our content is see what the is, is out there in the market and go away and make something that's far superior to that. And if you do this over and over and over again with a pillar piece of content and supporting articles, you're gonna build a great authority in terms of the content that you're putting out there. Next, I wanna talk about building a community. Uh, this is the big thing and it certainly helps. The reason I like about the reason I like building a community uh, for a content site is because it de-risks where your traffic comes from. It, it de-risks your business uh, a bit, and I'm all about you know the the de-risking strategies, which also in turn be uh, become growth strategies. So, what a community actually does is it allows people actually come into your sphere through your content from Google. You can then start to create a discussion with your readers. All right, and that's what we actually want to do is we want to build a hub where people come and mingle and they can talk to each other. Um, they can reply to other people's content or comments. They can ask you questions, reply to your questions that you have. And how do we actually do this? How do we, how, how do we build a community for our content website? And what does that look like? Let's use an example. Let's use the phishing website as an, as an example. What we want to do is in our content, we want to create a discussion with our readers. So how we can do this is we can ask questions in our content and actually push people to answer those questions by leaving a comment, right? Ask people to reply to your questions in your articles or email you, reply to you via email. <clears throat> when people actually start to build a relationship with a website or a website owner, that connection usually brings them back. That's what I suggest we do with our content is be personal with our content, be approachable with our content, right? And offer massive value. This is the best way to build a community is to build an email list and build an audience of people that want to come back to your content again and again and again. Another way that you can do this is by having a series of content that you know you you bring out every month, right? Or every week or every two weeks that people come away and want to see that piece of content because they want to see your progress and they want to ask you questions about it. Best way we can really do that is to build an email list or have a Facebook group or both, right? Or you could have different content, like you could have a YouTube channel, you could have a Facebook um, page where you go live, uh, or even on Instagram. Building a community outside of not just where people come to congregate and read your content on your website, building that community allows people to approach you more because they see you're not just a website without a face. They see that you've got multiple channels and you're actually providing multiple um, solutions in multiple different formats of contents for your actual website. And people can be on different platforms. Maybe they like Facebook or Instagram better than leaving comments on your actual article. Push people to contact you and just continue to ask them questions and build a community. And then you can put them into a group. It could be a forum. It could be a Facebook group um, for how to be a fish keeper. And then you can repurpose your content that you actually create for your article and put them on these different platforms, all right? Not only is this gonna get you more traffic when you share your content on these different platforms, right? It's gonna get other people talking about things in your niche, right, together. And relationships can build, 
right? And that's gonna bring them back to your website and bring them back to your brand. And so building a community isn't just about, like I just need a Facebook group to put all of my audience into because that's not very valuable. If you got just a email list with people on it or just a Facebook group with people in it, the value isn't that. The real value is the connection that you create from those people together and the connection that you create from yourself as the brand and the publisher with them too. That's where the value is. Definitely be approachable, definitely ask great questions and definitely um, spark and poke people to bring out their creativeness and bring out themselves and share themselves with you and with everybody else in your community. So that's what building a community is and that's how you can actually do it. Last but not least, I was gonna, I was just gonna um, finish up there, but I've got a bonus, right? The bonus is focus. Now, this is the thing that I was telling you about at the start of the episode, is that I share with my one-on-one coaching clients. What we need to do is we need to focus on what's working and do less of what's not working, do more of what is working, and just focus in on that. It's that eighty-twenty principle. Now, how do we do this? First of all, we need to track things in our, on our site. We need to track our best articles. How much traffic is it is it getting? Where, where is it ranked? How much revenue is it bringing in? Um, you know, and then also how many links does it have? Like in backlinks coming to it and all that sort of stuff. We want to track what's working and what our best articles are doing and why they're performing. How we can do this is we can you know have a spreadsheet of all of these articles um, and track what's working. Look at what's working. Say, all right, my five articles all have this. Then do this in all of your articles. My five articles are all have a featured snippet. Why do they all have a featured snippet? Because they've got a bullet point list or a, a numbered list of one to five or one to ten answering the questions that people have about how to clean their fish tank. So let's do. Let's make sure we can get featured for a featured snippet on each of our articles by having a bullet point list or a numbered list, right? Or maybe they have more backlinks. Why do they have more backlinks and how did that work? Let's go away and rinse and repeat that strategy on all of our other content. So that's what we wanna do is we wanna do less of what's not working of those articles that aren't actually performing. Let's just, let's highlight why they're not working, highlight why the other ones are working and do more of what's working. It's a very simple strategy, but I can guarantee you 95% of people who are listening to me right now will not do this. And that's the difference between someone who's gonna be successful and actually grow their site and somebody who doesn't. So we need to do the little things. We need to work out what's working, what's not working, and do more of what's working. Too many people focus on doing what some influencer tells them to do. Or they listen to a podcast or a YouTube video or an SEO talk about, oh, this you know, this is the new way that we should be doing SEO. This is the new way we should be creating content. No, 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 no. That's external. We shouldn't be focusing on externally, how can we grow our business? Instead, we should be focusing internally on what's working in our business, specific to our business, right? Because what an SEO or an influencer may be talking about may not actually work for your website. And in fact, so many people do this is they go away and try and do everything that everybody's telling them and they run around in circles and they get no results because they don't track anything. So they don't know what's working and what isn't working and they don't know what to focus on. So that's the main thing that I suggest for you guys to do. Guys, that's it from me, folks. I hope you actually got a bunch from this. I just sort of fire hosed you with info in this podcast episode. If you did like it, please let me know. Um, just email me, jared at buyingonlinebusiness.com if you wanna see more um, solo podcast episode from me. 
covering specific topics in depth, happy to do this. Also, if you do have a content website and you want coaching from me or you have any online business, I help people scale not just content sites, but SaaS and membership sites and also e-commerce businesses anywhere from five figures to six and seven figures and even eight figures. So if you want coaching from me, email me, jared at buyingonlinebusiness.com and I'll be able to help you scale your business. That's it from me and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.